Hey friend, welcome to this bonus Christmas season episode. As we approach Christmas, you might be wondering about sending a Christmas card to your estranged daughter or son. In this episode, I want to talk to you about four things to absolutely avoid writing in that Christmas card. Let's talk about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Estranged Mom Coach Podcast. Are you going through a family estrangement from your adult son or daughter? Do you wonder why your child cut you off, if there's a way to save the relationship, or how you can ever feel happy again? You can only distract yourself and avoid thinking about it for so long, and then it hits you all over again. How can this be happening? I'm Jenny Good. I'm a certified coach trained in mindset neuroscience, family estrangement, and emotional healing. I'm also a mom who's been through adult child estrangement and reconciliation. I teach Christian estranged moms how to increase their odds of reconciling with their child and how to achieve emotional healing and happiness in the meantime. And we do it from a biblical perspective. So grab your tea, pop in your AirPods, and exhale. Welcome home, sister mom. It's going to be okay. Quick disclaimer, I am a certified coach, not a therapist. If you think you're suffering from a mental health disorder, please seek help from a licensed therapist or call 911. Hello, my friend. Come on in and get warm and comfortable. Is it cold where you are? It has been cold here in Ohio, and I love it. I guess because it makes people want to come inside and be together. Cold weather is a time for togetherness. Plus, I really hate sweating and being hot, but that's a whole nother thing. (laughs) Especially at Christmas time as it draws near, we think about togetherness and family. If your daughter or son is estranged, you might be considering sending them a card to let them know you're thinking about them and that you love them this Christmas. If they have not specifically asked you not to contact them, Sending a Christmas card is actually a really good idea, but there are some things that you want to avoid writing in that card. Things that, even if they are true, can make the rift between you worse or last longer. In this episode, I'm laying out four of the things to avoid writing in the Christmas card to your estranged son or daughter. And that's why I decided to get this episode out on a Friday which I don't usually do because I wanted you to get this information in time to still get your Christmas card to your son or daughter. Before we get into those four things to leave out of your estranged child's Christmas card, I want to tell you about something new that I'm making available to you. Sometimes you need some guidance or support around a specific thing, but you might not need longer term coaching. I'm now offering a single session where you can get your questions answered or get support or guidance around one or two specific things without committing to longer-term coaching. It's also a great way to test out what a coaching session is like to see if it's something that you want to do more of. And for those who don't know me, I am a certified coach trained in family estrangement, reconciliation, and trauma. I've also been through adult child estrangement and successful reconciliation. I've learned about it, coached around it, and lived through it. 
For $120, this single session is an affordable way to get answers, get unstuck, and experience what estrangement or trauma coaching is all about. Gift yourself this support for Christmas or ask your spouse to gift it to you. It does not start depreciating the moment that you use it the way that most other things that we buy do. To schedule your single session, go to https colon forward slash forward slash bit.ly, which is B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash my single session. And you can also just get that link in the show notes. Okay, so what are the four things to not put in your estranged child's Christmas card? The first one is let's work things out. Avoid any reference to working things out or wanting things to go back to how they used to be. Your estranged child is likely to feel overwhelmed by the thought of fixing everything all at once. Some estranged children also have a fear that working things out is like erasing their pain or things that they're trying to heal from. They're just not ready yet. In most estrangement situations, taking tiny steps, at least at first, is the most sustainable path to successful reconciliation. Second thing to avoid putting in the Christmas card, you should be with your family at Christmas. And now while it might be absolutely true that families belong together at Christmas time, telling your estranged adult child that they should be with you at Christmas is probably going to backfire. It sounds and feels like a guilt tactic. And even if you don't mean it that way, it will come off like that. And that causes your estranged child to go the other way, avoiding you and avoiding the guilt tactics as much as possible. Any statement beginning with you should will probably cause more tension than good with your child when the estrangement is actively going on. The third thing to avoid putting in the card, I don't deserve this. This is another statement where you might be 100% right, but it's still not something to include in the Christmas card. I think there are very few things that a parent can do that truly warrants an estrangement, but in your child's eyes, they did what they believed they needed to do. Social media, current society, peers, and sometimes even well-meaning therapists can contribute to your child's belief that estrangement was their best or only option at the time. Estrangement is always a symptom of a problem. And whether we want to admit it or not, we as the parent are almost always at least a small part of that problem. I was. We can always improve. And while that does not mean that we deserve to experience estrangement, it does mean that we're not faultless. Making yourself out as a victim to your estranged child's cruelty is going to pit them against you, which is a dynamic that we're trying to resolve, not make worse. The fourth thing to avoid putting in your Christmas card, this is hurting me or hurting your dad, your brother, your sister, etc. I want to say that I am in no way invalidating your pain or the pain caused to others by the estrangement. Believe me, I know how deeply that it wounds a mom to be cut off by her child. The reasons you want to avoid talking about how much you're hurting about it in the Christmas card 
are because you want to keep the communication light and inviting, and you want to focus on your child, not on you. Listen, you absolutely deserve to have your emotional needs attended to, and for that, you work with a therapist or a coach or both who specialize in family estrangement and reconciliation. You don't need to get reassurance from your child because even though they are an adult, the dynamic is still one of parent and child. You set the tone by consistently showing up with regulated emotions and focusing on their feelings and their needs. That's what it takes to open the door a little crack. It will not always be so one-sided, but in the beginning, keep the focus on their feelings. Remember, Estrangement is a symptom of a problem, not the problem itself. And to remedy that problem, you have to do some intense work. And this is part of that work. Overall, there are two main conditions or atmospheres that need to happen for an estranged child to reconcile. One is they have to not only hear the right words from you, but they have to believe that you mean those words. If you're focusing on you and your feelings, your child is a lot less likely to believe that you would give real consideration to their feelings and what they need to have a better relationship. The other condition or atmosphere that they need is to feel like it's emotionally safe to approach a possible reconciliation. Most estranged children do not make a decision to estrange on a whim. It's usually a hard choice with mixed emotions, even when they put up an icy front and say terrible things and act like they don't care. Those are defense mechanisms or miscommunications, inabilities where they haven't learned to communicate their feelings properly. Many different reasons for that, but it does not mean that they took that decision lightly. So for them to be open to approaching reconciliation, You have to create an atmosphere that feels loving, calm, and like you are emotionally regulated. Focusing on their feelings shows a level of responsibility and emotional maturity as the parent. I realize that sometimes I say things in my podcast episodes that can be hard to hear, but that is part of what I do and how I serve as a coach. Your friends, your spouse, your family, They may tell you the things that make you feel good, but it doesn't necessarily bring you closer to what you really want, which is healing and reconciliation. It's my job, whether you actually hire me as your coach or whether you just come here to the podcast to get help for free. Either way, I see it as my responsibility to tell you the truth. And sometimes the truth is hard to hear, but if you sit with it, take a step away, come back and listen to it again, I think that you will eventually begin to soften and hear the truth. All of the suggestions of what to avoid that I have given you in this episode, they're all aimed at helping you create the right atmosphere for reconciliation. I want you to get your family back. I want you to heal. I want you to have happiness. This one Christmas card alone is not going to fix your family but it's one of the pieces to the whole picture. One right next action at a time that builds on itself. And eventually 
you have created the atmosphere for reconciliation. It is so possible. You just have to be willing to do the hard work over and over again to create that atmosphere. Okay, friend, that is what I have for you this time, and I hope that it blesses you. Hey, Sister Mom, thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, helped you, or blessed you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who can be edified by it. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are a daughter of the Most High King, and you are not alone.